Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In a space program, internationally acclaimed artist Tom Sachs takes on an intricately handmade journey to the Red Planet, providing audience with an intimate first-person look into his studio and methods. The film is both a piece of art in its own right and a recording of Sachs' historic piece, Space Program 2.0 Mars, which opened in New York at the uh, Park Avenue Armory in 2012. We are joined today by the creator uh, of the film A Space Program, and that would be Tom Sachs. Tom, welcome to film school. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me this morning. Oh, you're so welcome. And um, I know that the film um, premiered yesterday. I know that may not be what audiences want to hear, but premiered at CineFamily last night. Sounds like it went really well. You had a good good opening night for it. And we had a you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. We had, we had a we had a great turnout. Um, sold out, packed, and even there was a later screening, and yeah. it's screening again tonight at ten o'clock. Um, yeah. And I was there with Van Neistat, who's the director of the film, and my collaborator of over 15 years. We've been making short industrial films about the studio and the culture of the studio, and this is our first feature. Everything else we've made has been sort of for YouTube or on our website, a short form, seven, ten minutes. But this is a, this is a, a, a feature with a beginning, middle, and end. Well, let me just say how much fun it is to watch this film. And I, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Didn't know it's, it's, and it's not a documentary. It says so right there in the press, press notes, uh, that it is, it is more of a what we used to be referred to as performance art. When back when Laurie Anderson and back in the '80s was doing a lot of similar things, it was called performance art. Would that be a, a, a moniker you would want to hang your hat on, or is there something else we should be calling a space program? I think that's fair, but we we avoid the term performance art okay. uh, like the plague because <laughs> Sorry. for us our space our space program is real, and I don't mean like method acting. I mean we execute details of our space program to such an extreme degree that for us the experience, the rituals of going to Mars become real. Mm. Uh, okay. We we don't use the word performance. We use the word live demonstration. Okay. Now, there's probably not a whole lot of difference from the outside, but ha- taking this position encourages and, and pushes us towards forever increasing our uh, focus, intensity, and detail to building any of the elements of the program. And you have to remember, of course, that the goal here is sculpture, that we're not performing artists. That we, uh, my team, Dan, me, and a dozen other people, make these sculptures. Mm-hmm. Mary Amarino and Samantha Ratanarat, the two main um, astronauts, are not actors. They're carpenters and welders, and they've built all this stuff. Okay. Well, let let's describe the 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 film experience a little bit. At least the context of the of the film, a space program. It is a re Well, you go ahead and please give me your, your what, how you would summarize it. I'm sorry. Well, it, no, for we were at the Park Avenue Armory in 2012 for five weeks, 
once we would prepare all week for a live demonstration and we would, whether that was uh, launching of our rockets or uh, setting up the rover or uh, ripping up the 1850 landmark floor and taking a core sample from beneath the surface of the armory of Mars that we'd go back and study and look to try and find life on Mars. And, mm-hmm. and at the end of, um, how do I say it? So we do one, one hour performance once a week. And then on the final night, we strung them all together and did a marathon 17 hour live demonstration of all of our systems, including the the Japanese tea ceremony, yes, <laughs> and uh, which is sort of our, what what we bring to other planets. We um, we some scientists are very careful about not contaminating other worlds with bacteria of Earth. We bring the noise, and <laughs> we do that in form of the uh, over 500 year tradition of the tea ceremony. That's our culture that we bring to Mars, and. Uh, this movie that you can see at, at CineFamily is sort of a, uh, a, a editing together. It's, it's, the closest thing I can describe it to is Jonathan Demme's Stop Making Sense, the concert film yeah. about yeah. The, about David Byrne and Talking Heads, because it, it although it, was, it took place over many, many nights, it was strung together to help you to feel like you were there. Yeah, I think that's that's an excellent and even the the lighting there's some, there's very it's similar even in look but but the idea would stop making sense they were building upon building upon building with with each uh, sort of uh song there was a whole bunch of aesthetics that went along with each of the songs and as things be, you built up into something by the end of the film there's a there's something that you um there's a term and I want to make sure I'm saying it bricolage is that right? Bricolage is is a French word. It's, it means something like do it yourself, but it's um, it's different because it comes from a different culture. Uh, France and, and European cultures celebrate economy and reusing things and making things that are durable. So bricolage doesn't work in American because we're a culture of disposability and and replacement. Whereas in France, there's a there's a, a pride to keeping things old. I was, I was in a, a yeah, I was talking to a the the guy from uh, from a gallery in France that I was working with, and he uh, his job was posting on Instagram, and he showed me his iPhone three that he was using to post, and I I said what do you, what's wrong with you, man? You got to have the most up to date piece of technology if you're communicating you want a better camera you don't want to wait for it and he looked at me like you american nouveau riche piece of garbage you know <laughs> you, you and your new product bragging i'm bragging out of the old product and i thought that was a an excellent expression of the difference of our cultures yeah, um yeah. in france home depot is called monsieur bricolage uh, and it okay. simply means building with available limited resources yeah and and in the, in a space program that is what the the capsules the lem all of the things that are that are used are made from what you say this available limited resources creation or repair uh, you know, using yes. so it's our lem our lunar lander is made of plywood and schedule forty pipe all from Home Depot mm-hmm. and and uh, if you look closely you can see all of the the 
the glue drips, and you can see that we painted the plywood before we cut it so that you, there's, there's evidence that we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see our, our very um, developed building code that's outlined in our industrial film, A Love Letter to Plywood. <laughs> yes, yes, and, that's right. You have little clips from that in it as well. And, yeah, oh, go ahead. Which we'll be showing tonight at Cine Family in our industrial film showcase. Very good. So, Van and I are talking about. So, you and Van will be there, Van uh, Nistat will be there tonight at Cine Family to talk about the other, some of the other work that you've done and how it is that. Yeah, so we'll be there at 7 30 and we'll be um, showing industrial films that we've made, but we'll also be showing and talking about the history of industrial films or sponsored films. And these are films that are made by. Um, advocacy groups or corporations usually to sell um, to sell a product, and they typically use ethics and philosophy and ideology to sell um, to sell a thing like a car or a um, a political movement or um, something. Um, the importance of steel, the importance of shop safety, mm-hmm. but our industrial films are or as we describe them, post-industrial films, are, are similar in form, but they have the opposite um, purpose. We, we always build the sculptures first and then make the films around them. So we use the sculptures to sell our ideas. And when I say ideas, I mean the, philo- the philosophy of the studio outlined in 10 bullets, things like be on time, which doesn't necessarily mean showing up on time, although that's important, but it means getting enough rest, doing your chin-ups, eating right, yeah. um, uh, and you know, workplace ethics. So uh, what, we're, what we're hoping is that the sculptures serve as a platform to communicate uh, the ideals of the studio, of the way we want the world to be, and of course we almost just simply start with ourselves and make ourselves the way we, we want the world to be, and the rest will follow. We're speaking with Tom Sachs. He is the creator of the film, A Space Program, along with the director, obviously, uh, Van Nistat. Uh, and I, I love the fact that we're, as we're talking about kind of the structure and, and how you put this together and, and all, within the, within the minutiae, within the, the dialogue, if you will, within um, A Space Program, uh, there's a tremendous amount of of uh, discipline, as you describe discipline in terms of the the methodology by which these astronauts, these space program people, are they adhere to that? I mean, I just is that I don't even know if that's the right way to put it, but that's like yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there there is a lot of uh, adherence to sort of the the form, but the content uh, is is also a a wide variety of seriousness and and funny. It's it's it, there's a lot of fun in the, in it as well. Uh, that sly sense of humor. I, I just thought it was it it makes for a very entertaining film. That it, in it, in addition to being visually very interesting and very compelling, um, I love the just the sort of internal dialogue that I would imagine when the when all of the uh, you know, NASA uh, recorders are turned off in the quiet moments. That this isn't too far off of the way that people would be speaking to one another. I th- I like I like the humanizing part of all of that. Uh, well, humor humor is important. Yeah. No one ever got laid by boring someone to death. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> we are interested in, in the most serious issues of our time, but um, humor is a, is a great communication tool. Yeah. Uh, we're living in a time of, say, 500 years of um, global exchange. Some people call it the homogenocene or the, even the anthropocene, the time where human beings have had a larger impact on the environment and cultural exchange than any other force, um, including forces from other planets like meteorites and 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 and, and global um, environmental change. We're the we're human beings are the leaders in all of that, and um, the human cost of that has has been um, tragic. The, the the two things that define us as Americans are uh, are the African diaspora, um, mm-hmm. people being taken from Africa and brought to the New World to build this industrial power um, through agriculture and ultimately technology that could eventually go to the moon and, um, and kill God. And, and the, the triumph of science and religion has come parallel with the... Um, the, the the rape of Africa, and together, these two things have brought the greatest um, phenomenon um, of the 20th century, um, of the greatest art movement of the 20th century, which is the um, Lil Wayne. And by that I mean <laughs> yeah. jazz, hip hop. Yes. You don't have without Lil Wayne, without Frank Ocean. Right. You don't have. Right. I mean, I mean, you don't without without Louis Armstrong. You don't have. Lil Wayne and Frank Ocean, and you do, and the the tragedy of the diaspora has this silver lining, which is the the greatest art of our time. Yeah. And and I, I'm not trying to make light of these issues, but it is there is an opportunity to see some of the greatness that we've achieved through all the horror. Yeah. It, this, it's again. I, I was telling the audience before we came on the air that this is such. It's such a compelling piece of work, uh, a space program. And I know that you yourself have obviously a, a, a renowned and accomplished artist. You're just to let our audience know that um, your work has has been uh, uh, viewed at, at the Guggenheim Museum, the Whitney Museum of American Art. Uh, in France as well, the um, where I'm sorry, the Centre Georges Pompidou um, Museum in Paris, all over the world, and um, that I just want to let our audience know that if they're looking for you and for your work, uh, Tom Sachs, that they should uh, definitely look into some of your past work as well. Now, um, we, we have a sequel right now that's worth mentioning. Okay. Um, it, if anyone's traveling to New York, the space program ends with a tea ceremony. The astronauts, mm-hmm. without ruining everything, there's a fight, and yeah. they reconcile their differences or attempt to through the ancient tradition of the tea ceremony, um, which is uh, about hospitality and tranquility, peace and respect, and over a bowl of green tea. And this idea is fully realized at the Osamu Noguchi Museum in Long Island City in Queens in New York City. And um, there's an exhibition where you'll see my sculptures. Some of the sculptures from the movie are actually in this exhibition. And I would encourage anyone to go and, 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 to, and to see that show. And also, 
the same time, there's an exhibition that opens on the 21st of April at the Brooklyn Museum, and that's a retrospective of the boombox of the boomboxes that I've been making. So um, together, you can have the synthesis of these two great traditions and how they've um, influenced and been influenced by global exchange. Um, and you can there's a good comparison to be made between the African diaspora. Um, as represented by the boombox, that's the symbol of it to me. And the tea ceremony, which is something that really harkens back to a tradition that's um, over 500 years old, when the Japanese went to China and to Korea and stole from those cultures and developed and heightened the traditional arts of tea and ceramics. I... Thank you for that, and I, I couldn't agree more. I think that, 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 no, I'm just saying that for us to understand, and I think we just get so lost in all of this. There's such a barrage of information coming at us that it, I think for the challenge of modern people is the to understand context, and I think what you're describing and as your work has shown over the years, that's a lot, for me, a lot of what we're talking about here is understand why we are where we are, how we got here, and we have choices to make moving forward with the, our future. And uh, even though it may not seem like, like we do, we do. And um, uh, I, I thank you. I, I want to also let our people uh, let the people know here that uh, you can check out the film, uh, A Space Program, the information on it where screenings are going to be occurring at aspaceprogram.com. Do I have that right? Or is it? Um, yeah, you, uh, aspaceprogram.com. You can also go to tomsax.com Tom um, okay. where you can you can view uh, movies you can see the schedule of what's playing everywhere you can see 10 bullets our uh, our studio indoctrination film and the love letter to plywood are always available at, at tomsax.com as well and now and the film is uh, distributed by zeitgeist so there's also that zeitgeistfilms.com as a, a, a great distributor uh, well, thank yeah, you. They're the, they're the best. They are. They're they, they, the best in the world. Yeah, and they really they really go after um, singular art and artists in terms of the films that they uh, they take on. And uh, wonderful stuff, Tom. I really enjoyed uh, a space program. I uh, intriguing, fascinating, funny, uh, interest. I uh, just a lot of things, and I and it, it does. It's definitely going to. Uh, stimulate your mind into <laughs> considering all kinds of different ways of looking at things. And uh, thank you so much for for your time today uh, and and coming here on Film School. Well, uh, thanks for having us, and um, keep the faith. Yeah. Again, it uh, the film is a space program. Uh, the creator is uh, Tom Sachs, along with uh, the uh, director uh, Van Niestot. It is continuing to play at at uh, CineFamily for at least this week. And but go to uh, check out of the websites. He said TomSax.com as well as AspaceProgram.com and Zeitgeist Films. Thanks you so much, Tom, for being here. Thanks again for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.